episode six, how Lindsay lost 110 pounds through weight loss coaching. Welcome to the School of Weight Loss podcast, where we relearn how to lose weight so you can reach your goal weight with less wasted effort, money, and time. This is the podcast that uses evidence-based tips and tools to simplify weight loss for the busy moms who've tried it all. If you're tired of endless dieting, a tired mom, and ready to learn what works, this is the podcast for you. I'm your host, obesity medicine certified physician, life and weight loss certified coach, Dr. Emily Vinzant. Let's get this lesson started. Hello, ladies. I want to welcome you today to hear the most amazing success story. I'm so excited for you all to hear Lindsay Muting's story of how she lost 110 pounds despite a busy mom life, working a full-time job, not really loving dieting to begin with, and a busy, busy schedule. Her schedule's all over the place. So ladies, Lindsay is just, I think of her as the typical modern American mom. We both live in that world. And I'm so excited to have her here with you today to share how she's created a simple path to her weight loss goal. She's reached her first goal weight and she's living there at 110 pounds down and how her life has changed through that journey. So welcome, Lindsay. Thank you so much. Happy to be here. All right. So I wanted to start by just letting you share with everybody a little bit of your history of why you kind of came into this, how you came into coaching, your thoughts about dieting, your thoughts about weight loss, your history kind of in this world. Most of us moms who follow along really have a history of dieting and have some thoughts about it. And I know that's something that you share. So share with us a little bit about your history. Sure. So I have a lifelong for me history of trying to lose weight, of being overweight. I lived my life from a very, very young age, toddler as an overweight youth into an overweight adult. I dieted since I can remember. I was in some weight loss studies, some um, weight loss youth groups throughout my childhood. And to me, trying to lose weight, dieting always meant deprivation, spending hours in the gym, hating every moment of trying to lose that weight, losing some weight, and most of the time or every time, because I was, you know, just as heavy as I had ever been when I started the program, gaining it all back. Yes. Yes. Were you able to lose weight? I mean, did you ever lose? What was the most you lost before you started our coaching group? Um, there was one time I had just finished college. I was working not a too crazy of hours job and spent a lot of time in the gym and had a kind of a program going. And I managed to lose, oh, about 40 pounds, which still left me about 50 pounds heavier than I am right now. And that was your most successful attempt in the past. That was my most successful attempt. That's so interesting. Okay. So fast forward, ladies, I want you to realize Lindsay is down 110 pounds and I'll share a little bit. I love to share a little bit of my history with Lindsay because Lindsay did my coaching program, weight loss for modern American moms. And my first talk with her, I got off the phone and I said, 
she's about to change her life. I could tell it because she was so ready for this. And I could tell in our first discussion how much resistance to dieting you had, but how desperate you were to make a change and how ready you were for that. And I knew in that what I was going to do for you was going to be very different because it's so much simpler than what you thought dieting was going to be. It it was going to be an easier path and a more lifelong path to reaching your weight goals. But I'm interested to know what was the change in thought that really brought you to say, I'm ready to make a lifelong change. When I first started with coaching, I had been through a heck of a previous year. I had had my first biological child. I had lost the roof and most everything in my brand new house to a storm. I had completely forgotten about me and any of my needs, despite, you know, I had already, I was already overweight at that point, but kind of just forgot about me, forgot about loving anything about me, taking care of me at all. And I kept looking at my daughter and I saw a little girl just like me that the cute little chubby cheeks and little thighs and everything that cute little babies always have. But what I saw was me being overweight and being terrified of my daughter growing up and feeling the same way that I felt inside. And I knew I had to do something. I had to find myself again. I had to love myself again. And I had to make a change for my family, for my stepkids and and my daughter and to show happiness and health in our family. Honestly, when I started coaching, I really wasn't sure what I was getting myself into. But like you said, I was desperate. I needed something to change in my life. And I was willing to give whatever I could a chance and go in wholeheartedly. And it was different than I could have ever imagined, but you're right. It completely changed my life. And your little girl is so stinking cute. She is the (laughs) cutest with these chubby little thighs. They're so cute. She's beautiful. She is. So tell me, Lindsay, what every mom out there wants to know is this 110 pound weight loss sounds like it's fairy tale land, right? It's like many of the moms who have followed and have known their own journeys have lost maybe 20, 25 pounds, maybe gotten really lucky with a diet and gotten to 40. And then either they can't do it any longer. It's so hard. Life changes, schedule changes. A kid gets sick. You have done this despite busy mom life, despite stepkids, natural kids, working nights sometimes, a husband that travels sometimes, building a house, right? All of these things that have changed for you. How have you created a simple path to 110 pounds that got you there and has allowed you to live there? What has been the biggest keys for you? So finding a diet plan in eating a way of eating that worked for me and that I can incorporate into my family has been amazing for me. I mostly eat low carb. um, And sometimes the kids will have a side of mashed potatoes or they'll have bread, we'll have hamburgers or tacos, and they will have buns and tortillas and things like that. Things that I have very easily been able to just leave off or change, tweak just a little bit for my diet. There's also meals that everybody enjoys together, just things, cutting some of the flours and the sugars and things like that out. 
it's really been key. I also focus more on the food. Dieting, losing 110 pounds didn't mean I had to get a gym membership and go live in the gym for two hours every day. I didn't really do a lot of extra physical activity um, until recently. And, and even now, I, I don't do a lot of working out or things like that. I'm trying to incorporate more movement for my body for health. But um, that part was always part of a diet. If I wanted to lose weight, I thought previously that I had to physically exert myself all day long. Um, so just focusing more on the food, focusing on planning and having it all ready. You know, there's, there's maybe some foods that take a little bit longer to prep than running through McDonald's drive through at lunchtime. But if I plan it out ahead of time, it actually becomes easier. It becomes faster to just grab that meal that I've prepared or something simple. I've made meals so much simpler than I used to. I used to think, well, if I'm going to take a lunch, I need this full, you know, blown out meal here for lunch. It doesn't have to be that way. Sometimes I plan, you know, some cheese and a hard boiled egg or some nuts or um, things like that for my lunches. Also incorporating some fasting. Um, there are days, especially busy days in the office that I'm running around um, trying to get everything done anyway that I plan to just not eat lunch that day, not eat breakfast or lunch and do a nice dinner that day that I've had planned. So all of those things together have really made it not a struggle to find the time to show up for me, to care for me and to change my life. Okay. So I have to ask you the question. Everybody's wondering if you feel like you know, I may fast at lunch or I'm not eating these huge amounts of food, then our automatic thought is, well, I'm going to have less energy. I'm going to be tired all day and I'm going to feel super deprived and my life is going to stink. So share with me, do you feel like in those times when you have smaller lunches or faster lunch, do you have less energy? Do you feel deprived? And if not, how did you make that change? Yeah. So not at all, which, um, the first time I fasted, I was terrified to do it because I had always been, I had to eat breakfast. I had to eat lunch or I was going to be quote unquote hangry throughout the day. And so it was a little bit of a transition to try it, but honestly, you feel great. You, <laughs> hunger, sometimes hunger will come for just a little bit, but I have found that I hydrate myself better when I am fasting, which makes me feel better. The hunger, if it comes, it usually doesn't last very long. I have energy. Yeah, no problem with, with that. And I think a lot of that is... I think I've regulated my, my blood sugars a little bit better. I'm not eating lots of sugar and carbs and things that, you know, when that starts to crash, I'm hungry and I get hangry. You start to think you, you have to have food, you have to have food. And so um, just kind of eating better, eating cleaner and healthier anyway, and then starting into those fasting times and um, making sure you're, you're hydrating and, and it helps to stay busy has been great. 
That's so true. So often we think that we need like a bigger lunch to build our energy back up. But so many of those lunches, if you're eating them out, especially are so carbohydrate driven that you get a little energy burst, but then you get the energy slump afterwards. And so when we think that we need to just have more, all we're doing is creating energy burst slump, burst slump. And then we keep snacking to make up for it. And that's exactly what loop you've pulled yourself out of with it. Now I have to put a little plug in here for Lindsay's low carb living, her Facebook page, because she is notorious in our group for creating all sorts of new recipes and ways to make it work in her family with her kids. She's really, really taken that on and been very successful. So if you're looking for low carb or sugar-free options, Lindsay's low carb living is her page on Facebook that she has started. So tell us what a few of your favorite um, new replacements are that your kids also love that has made you able to make it simpler for yourself and your family. Sure. So we, you know, we love the standards. We do tacos at least every week or two here. Um, And having mine on lettuce, taco meat on lettuce, or even some of the, the low carb wraps, if you are doing gluten, a lot of those low carb wraps can, can work very well. So we love that. Something that has surprised me, but my entire family, all of my kids from two to 12 love is spaghetti squash lasagna. Um, We cook up a spaghetti squash and then do, you know, the cheese and and lasagna meat and, and all of that together and bake it up. And everybody loves that meal. We've also found that cutting out sugar isn't nearly as hard as anybody thought it would be. If I, you know, the kids will, oh, that's mom, it must be sugar-free. And they love, if we have have special treats or birthday things, a lot of times they've been sugar-free in the past year and they're still very much enjoyed. And um, as a special occasion, it's worked for us. So, Inevitably in this journey, kind of a a 110 pound weight loss, there were moments where you probably thought, oh my gosh, I don't know if I can do this or the scale stalled. And you thought, oh my gosh, this amount seems like huge. And how will I do it? How did you keep yourself on path through those moments? The moments when maybe in the past you would have given up or the moments in the past where it just got a little hard. So you did the little micro quits and then all of a sudden the weight loss stopped and then you started that slow regain. What did you do and what advice would you give moms who want to get to larger weight loss goals than they've ever been able to do? So I think a lot of being able to continue to push forward and and to keep going has been learned through coaching, through recognizing my patterns and my thoughts about food and what I am taking in. Um, And, and when that's come, I think it's been very helpful that one, I've had a journal to kind of look back and kind of see if the weight loss has started to stall, you know, what, what has maybe changed for me. Um, But just remembering that it's a journey, it's a process, I'm going to go on vacations, I'm going to go on work trips, I'm going to have birthdays in my family, I'm going to have holidays. And if I can plan ahead, if I can, you know, try the best I can, you can always keep going and your journey may have little bumps in the road. But keep planning, keep thinking about 
food as fuel for your body and how it is best serving you. I like to ask what else is true about a situation. If I really want something, maybe treats have come to my office or something like that. This is my favorite cookie is a thought that I want to think, but what else is true? Is that cookie helping me to achieve the goals that I want for my life? Is that cookie going to really feel good in my stomach 30 minutes later? What what else is true in the situation besides the obvious of, ooh, my favorite cookie? Um, so asking what else is true and and really just trying to plan and think ahead what's best. I love that too, because you know I love cookies. And... <laughs> And cookies, honestly, my favorite cookie. One of the things I'll say to myself is, are cookies really my favorite thing in the planet? No. You know, I think for you, it was being an example for your kids, changing this life for your children. For me, the same thing. That's how I got into this whole thing, right? Of learning how to be a better example and set a better example that's countercultural in America for moms. We all want it. We just don't know how to do it. And I think what you said is so key. You have to pull in the diet that works for you, but you also have to look at the mindset. And that's probably what we do that's very different than any of the diets that you had done in the past. I had a patient come in today who had lost 70 pounds. And I asked her, she's been living at her goal weight. And um, I, I'm going to do a future success story with her. She's actually a dietitian. <laughs> I have a lot of um, kind of experts in this area who do my coaching group. And I said, what was the single thing for you? And she said, progress over perfection. You know, I'll never forget Lindsay sending me a message early on in the group. And she's like, I went on a road trip with my family and normally I would have eaten like one and a half or two cinnamon rolls. And I literally had a couple bites and I loved it. And I walked away and it was all good. I felt the exact same as I would have had I eaten the whole thing. It's all about the progress over perfection because you're going to be eating the rest of your life anyway right? You're never going to do it perfectly. You create the path that works for you. And Lindsay has done tremendous at that. I really think that's why she's looked at her strengths, which are like diet, changing diet, incorporating in diet, slowly entered in exercise at a time when it mattered more, which is not early in the process, ladies. It isn't. And so often, especially for people like Lindsay, who've been through lots of diets, you have to make it work for you if you're going to focus on progress over perfection. Right. It's so often that we think that if we're not perfect, the scale won't move instead of I can do this perfectly for me and progress to my goal. So I know you kind of started this all for your kiddos. And I want to ask you, how is your life different now? 110 pounds down. You're going to make me cry. (laughs) (laughs) Um, My life is completely different now. Um, couple of things that come to mind is I don't have stress and anxiety about food or lack of food, which sounds kind of funny, but I've used this example. I got back from a work trip here a few weeks back and typically on a trip like that in, you know, the the fancier hotel, you're not going to have your continental breakfast sitting out there every morning. And typically in years past, that was anxiety for me of, well, I'm going to have to eat. There's no way I can make it through meetings all morning until lunch, unless I have food, I'm going to have to find something to eat. I'm going to have to go somewhere. I'm going to have to pack something. And that was just so freeing for me to wake up and grab my water and be fine. And if I 
I knew if I felt a little bit hungry in the morning before lunch, it wasn't going to be a problem because there was a meal coming in a little bit and hunger really isn't an emergency. So I would say that's one, one thing that has changed for me. Um, besides food, just anxiety in general about who I am, about my size, about being worried if if I can do different things, um, if I'll fit in different areas, you know, just everything that I, I had dealt with my entire life. I knew no different. I'm smaller now than I was ever in elementary school. <laughs> you know, fourth, fifth grade, I, I was at one of my highest weights of my life. So just to have that freeing thought of not worrying about doing things, about having the energy to play with my kids, to go on trips, to be on amusement rides, to live my life. Absolutely. And your kiddos are coming just along with you. I know you, you're teaching them new eating patterns. You're teaching them new, eat, new, not just recipes, but they learn through us, right? And so seeing this version of you, I laugh because at Lindsay's conference, I think I got a picture from, I don't know if it was you or one of the other girls at the conference of like, look at our table because she has influenced everyone around her. I mean, it's absolutely true. I hear all the time, it's a different Lindsay, right? Do you feel like a different version of yourself? I do. I recognize... I recognize where a lot of my thought errors about myself and about relationships with other people, dealing with other people, whether that be in, in groups or work or friend circles, um, things that I thought that they thought, was that true or not? I, you know, probably not, but that's the way I always felt. And I recognize some of those things and just to to recognize that thought error around people and know that everybody is going to make their own thoughts about everything. And I can only control my thoughts um, and my actions has, has been life-changing um, as well in, in every aspect of my life. So we love to set a little impossible goal in our group. And Lindsay has one of my favorite all-time impossible goals. So I want to have close by having her share that with you. And I'm wondering if you have any other impossible goals coming up. Ooh, okay. So I did set, this was August of last year, August, 2020. Um, I set my impossible goal to ride a mule to the bottom of the Grand Canyon something I had thought about, kind of a bucket list dream that honestly, in the 12, 15 years, I had thought about it after learning some other people did that, never thought was going to be possible. Um, very, very strict weight limits of, you know, fully dressed, ready to go get on the mule weight limit for them to let you ride. And when I set that goal, I think I had... 60 maybe pounds, 65 pounds left to lose. You had to book it way in advance. Yeah. Yeah. We booked um, a year in advance, 13 months in advance to get on the list to do this. 
And this October, end of September, 1st of October, we made it happen and weighed in. <laughs> very, very proud moment standing on the scale and weighed in with um, 21 pounds to spare from, yes. from their weight. My husband came along with me, um, lost some weight to, to be able to do that. And, and we both weighed in under goals and rode to the bottom of the Grand Canyon, spent the night down there. It was amazing to just know what I had accomplished to make that happen along with the beautiful scenery and weather and just wonderful creation that is the Grand Canyon, especially when you drop down into it. Um, it was just a incredible life experience. It really was. I mean, it, it's an experience that everybody wants to have, right? I love that because it, I love that it was related to weight loss for you, but it also took you taking a chance. I'll never forget saying, book it, Lindsay, and coaching. And you're like, eh. and I think you said you got off and you're like, I don't know, for a few days. And I was like, book it, you will create it. Because your limited beliefs were, at that point, you were probably down about 45 pounds, which you'd done before. It was like, wait, we're really pushing through limited beliefs for me. And that was the key to the change, right? You had to push through those. And you did it. And you 21 pounds under it. How funny is that to look back at? You were worried about ever achieving it and you were 21 pounds under it. That's wild. Do you have any new upcoming impossible goals? Um, I would like to work a little bit on physically moving my body more and I would, this, it sounds funny because some people have much just much better physical movements than I have. But the little goals that I have is to cut like 10 minutes off of my 5k time. And so that's what I would like to do next is to, to not be afraid because a 5k still intimidates me a little bit, like two miles. That's cool. But when you get to like 3.1, like, like, Oh goodness. Um, so keeping that positivity and just step-by-step improving. And I'd like to cut about 10 minutes off a 5k time. That's so funny. Think of that belief two miles. Okay. 3.1 game changer, right? That's your growth there, lady. That's it. That's it. That's the growth to that impossible goal. I love it. So if you had a mom who's just like, okay, Lindsay did this. This is amazing. I have lost a little bit of weight before, but I feel like it's just overwhelming the amount I have to lose. And they're looking at you and they're like, she did so much. She's made so many changes. Like what would be the first change I should make? What's the first thing I should do? What would you tell them? If you can do any form of coaching, weight loss for doctor, weight loss for modern American moms, excuse me, that's going to change you. But the first step in that, I think that changed for me was you just have to look at food a little bit different. I love food. I enjoy food. I'm not going to lie. I don't eat, you know cucumbers and spinach every day. And that's it. I, I do love to cook. I love the recipes. I love to, to incorporate those changes and make it work for me, but you still have to have a good relationship with food. It has to mean that it's fueling your body. I mean, I can make the lowest carb, sugar-free, grain-free treats, desserts. And if I sat and ate those all day long, 
I wouldn't be where I am today. So there's things that work in your eating plan, whatever works for you, what path you're taking that are going to work. But you need to also be thinking about when you eat, how much you eat and why you're eating. Um, and, And that will all come in coaching, especially But thinking about those things as you move forward, you're going to make it happen. You're going to make results happen if you make a plan and stick to the plan. So true. We call it the food fuel formula where we look at all aspects, right, in coaching. But I think the key is just to recognize that, you know, so often we've been sold by diets that like just do the diet version and then it doesn't taste as good, but we think we can still eat it like crazy. And then we don't lose weight, right? Because we're still using food for the same purposes. We're just trying to create it through a different different avenue that isn't quite as fulfilling. As I shared in a previous episode, like your sugar substitutes just aren't quite as fulfilling. And so if you, if you look at it that way and you just continue to think that my relationship is going to be the same, but I'm just going to make a few diet changes and substitute this for this, you're going to live in deprivation anyway. And that isn't consistent with a 110 pound weight loss goal that you may be able to get to 25 to 30, but you're not going to be able to get all the way because that deprivation will eventually overwhelm you and it'll stop you before that goal. So I have never felt deprived. I (laughs) I love it. We can help you do that through coaching, but I love that as a first step. Like really be willing to take a look at not just what you eat, but why you're eating it in a bigger picture. When you create a diet that works for you, why do you want to quit it anyway? All right. Thank you so much for joining me, Lindsay. Don't forget, I'll link in the notes, uh, Lindsay's Low Carb Living, her Facebook group, or it's a page, right? Not a group. So anybody can join it to look at some great sugar-free, low-carb type of options and gain some more knowledge from Lindsay. Thank you. Thank you so much. If you love today's show, make sure to share it with a mom who needs to hear it too. Leave me a review and click subscribe to get all of the latest lessons from the School of Weight Loss podcast. Ready to reach that goal weight? Head on over to drmommy.com, D-O-C-T-O-R-M-O-M-E.com to learn more about Weight Loss for Modern American Moms, my virtual weight loss coaching program.